Hi and welcome to our podcast, The Social Coffee Break, with me, Chris, Director of CM Social. And me, Daniela, Director of Content with Coffee and Digitally Danny. And me, Danny, Director of Danny Digital. In these podcasts, we're going to be talking about educational topics uh, and everything we love about social media, from graphic design to Instagram, uh, Facebook ads and well beyond. Without any further ado, let's get into it. Hi everyone and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. Uh, Today we're going to be talking about productivity and time management. Um, I know this was sort of like a big thing that I struggled with when I I first started out as a social media manager. Um, So we're just going to be talking about some kind of tips and tricks we've learned along the way, a couple of websites and softwares we use um, and all that good stuff. So Chris, is there any particular apps or websites that you use? Uh, yeah, there's quite a few and exactly the same. When I first started out, productivity and time management was a big issue for me. Um, I struggled massively with time management and, and how to handle it when so I had a few clients come in at once. Uh, I think a big one for me in terms of time management um, was immediately after I started. And, and you know, I've got the, the thing for it, thinking, oh, God, like, this is too much work for me. I moved to making sure everything was worked a week in advance. Uh, and I still work that way now. So stuff I work on this week's not live for until next week. And likewise, the stuff I work on next week will be ready for the week after. This always allows me sort of seven days buffering time. Um, if there's anything wrong with the work or the client wants any changes made as such, I've given myself seven days to rectify that problem instead of me working on it today. They decide at nine o'clock tomorrow morning they want something changed and that's due to be published at 10 o'clock. Um, so just sort of giving myself that buffer in terms of uh, that that's how I work and I find it really really easy to to sort of do that now usually when I take on a new client like the first week is always the busiest because I usually schedule that week plus the week ahead Um, every now and again I will have a chat to a client about not starting like the week that we start talking Um, so you know I'll, I'll try and start the week afterwards so I give myself that first week to schedule and plan and design and and everything else and um i tend to find you know that really helps in terms of time management um daniela what do you sort of do in terms of your like how you structure your time management so um with mine it's a little bit different to you guys because obviously i do my full-time job um so that has kind of like pushed me to have to be really like organized um for a long time i used it as like a procrastination point i was like I don't have the time because I work full time, but obviously when you want something that bad, it just, you make it happen. <clears throat> and basically, um, I started working from home and that's when I started to properly take it seriously. Um, and then I just got into a routine essentially without my routine. I'm not great. So getting up at six, doing three hours work, doing my full day of work, doing a bit of work on my lunch and then spending every hour in the evening that I could also doing client work that has sort of been how I've been working it um I have noticed actually that when I've had like a week off or a day off because I've been out of that routine of like the urgency of needing to use like every single minute of every hour I have actually found it more difficult to be productive so that's just something I noticed yeah, definitely. And um, I don't know about you guys, but procrastination was a massive thing for me as well. Um, I kept getting distracted. You know, I'd be in the middle of working on one person's work, then something else would come up and, you know, I'd try and complete that task. And before you knew it, I had like 20 tasks going at the same time, none of which were finished. 
uh, and and then I just started falling behind and behind. Um, Danny, how do you sort of manage procrastination and, and sort of have you experienced that? Definitely. So kind of like what you were saying, when I started to get more clients and more work, it was a lot harder because I knew there was so much that I needed to do. So I would always dip in and out of each task, never actually finishing one before I start the next. Um, so what I tend to do now is I try to, well, I try to block my time out in like hours according to clients. And I also try not to spend too much time on one client. So I will not spend more than two or three hours a day on the same client purely because my work's going to be better if I kind of switch it up and like keep my brain like active like if I'm scheduling posts for eight hours a day my brain's literally going to be like probably making mistakes by the end of those eight hours um so just like sectioning up my time um really that's what I've found is really useful um and on the same as Chris I get all my clients um sort of content at least one week in advance I do I am quite lenient on the last minute content um if they want to look out the next day or they want to change something but I think I'm about to move to most of the content needs to get to me a month before just because I'm starting to get so many clients now that I just want most of the content the month before and that way it's easier for them as well they don't have to worry about updating like their content calendar every week as well so yeah awesome and Daniela sort of your thing on procrastination has it affected your workflow before now Uh, and you know how do you sort of combat that that problem really so I always get like um well at least half a day of procrastination like for example and it is I think it might be out of nerves sometimes so if I take a new project on I've learned to kind of do what you do and give myself like five days to sort of plan for it because I find that if I take on a client project and then I promise it within like a day or two I find that I'm more nervous trying to start it because I haven't had the time to process it um so I think that's how like in a way it's procrastination but at the same time it does help me be a little bit more productive when I'm sort of like getting on with the work but I do get a little bit nervous sometimes, especially when I've got a new design project on, because obviously, I don't know, with like your own design stuff. So like if you were to like design on Canva for yourself, you've kind of got that idea already like embedded in your head before you start doing it. But with like client work, you cannot see what, what they're seeing in their head. And sometimes that can make me procrastinate a little bit. And I'll think that I'm not ready to start it because I'm worried about making a mistake. But that's pretty much where I am with procrastination. Awesome. Um, so something else I just want to touch on quickly is client management, or sort of how you manage your clients and they their details. Um, Danny, I'll sort of come to you first on this one. Have you got a sort of formula in place or any sort of system where you manage your clients? Yeah. So personally, at the moment, I'm using Google Drive, which I love. Um, my sort of business emails with Gmail as well, so it's really quick and easy. Um, so I have a folder on my Google Drive for each client, and this will include their content calendar, um, any like Google Docs of information, any product pictures, any information on like launches, important dates, um, and they can just upload anything and everything to there. It's one simple link. It's not loads of different bits of information. It's not constant communication backwards and forwards that neither me or my client has time really to do. It's just one link. If anything needs updating, it's just a quick message. Updated this in the Google Drive folder, like have a look. Um, and for me, that's been really good having like a folder for each client because it allows me to like separate my work as well. Um, and it's made me a lot more organised. 
Awesome. And to be fair, being a Google partner the way I am, all the Google platform it works well for me. I'm not just saying that because I'm endorsed by them. <laughs> I'm saying it because I genuinely do like what they do. Um, the only addition I've got to that in terms of, like you said, I utilize Google Drive. Um, obviously, mail hosts or Google mail hosts all our email uh, activity for CM Social. Um, the only additional to this I really use is Trello. Uh, I find this is a massive help with time management and productivity. So this sort of crosses into both markets um so with the clients i have boards going on you know um what's on the to-do list what's in progress what's completed so my clients always know sort of where i am in the process of, of the work that way then they don't have to get in touch with me all the time i don't have to get in touch with them if i've got any questions usually i pop it in uh, as a comment on a trello card uh so they know what i'm asking the question about and i just you know i just generally find that that like really helps with my client management uh, system Daniela, do you do anything different to what me and Danny do? Yeah, so um, I actually use Notion.so. It's like an, well, you've, you've got an app on the phone as well as like the website. Um, but the reason I, I love it is essentially I've got, it's like you've got like your main page and I've named it like Digitally Danny Business. And then I've got different pages coming off each page so for example the first page on the list is existing clients if you go into that one you've then got sections for each different client um so you can add notes individually and then within those like existing client pages you've also got like invoicing um it's kind of like I'm creating my own little like CRM um and I find it so easy because I'm the one that sort of can like completely design it. It might just be that there's a design aspect to it as to why I find it so easy. But like you've got like content calendar in there. I do most of my content calendars at the moment on Google Drive, though, just because it is a little bit easier. Um, but in terms of like if I wanted to store like pins like for Pinterest or anything, I can just add them in. I can um, get the PDF of the invoice and I can embed that into it as well. And then I've also got like potential client list and on my list at the moment, I've got, I'm always kind of keeping it updated, but I've got around 25 potential clients on there that I'd like to work with. And whenever I get the chance, I'm adding notes in on their own specific page. So what I do is like, I go through them and see what I can do for them. And just, it's just so easy. Like I'll definitely have to show you guys later on when I like share my screen or whatever, because it's just amazing. Awesome. Yeah, to be fair, there's, there's just so many th different ways that we can handle client management. Um, but I definitely think it's, it's a massive part of what, of what we should be doing as social media marketing managers. Um, you know, some clients we have that are purely just WhatsAppers and, we, we you know, it's just messages back and forth. I know I've got a couple of, of that way inclined that they don't really want to hear from me through um, client retention or anything like that. They, they just want to hear from me through WhatsApp and, and that's perfectly fine. Um Along with this, I have a very interesting question for you both now. And it's me being old school as well, really. Um, pen and paper versus using digital note-taking. What are your sort of thoughts, Danny? What do you do? Are you more pen and paper based or are you more notes on computers or iPads or phones? How do you sort of store your, your thinkings? For my own personal sort of notes that I don't need to share with anyone else, definitely pen and paper if there was a way of sharing like my pen and paper not like by an ipad but if there was a share, way of sharing my notebook my notebook i would share it with my clients like i would just do pen and paper um but what i find good obviously about google drive is that it's so easy just to send things you can like collaborate and edit together 
um, and especially in my niche sometimes a client will send me like 300 product images and it's just like dump them all in the google drive um, and like put the notes on there but if it's my own personal then 100% pen and paper I don't know if well it's not old school because I don't feel like I'm that old but I don't know I just I feel like having a sort of physical thing there to writing um like I don't like reading on a kindle and ipad I prefer having like a physical book like having the physical thing there I prefer I don't know if that makes any sense but (laughs) absolutely yeah um and Daniela I'm going to ask you this question even though it's like asking if a dog drinks water uh what do you prefer you pen and paper based or are you heavily like note taking on computer or ipad or what so I would say that I'm heavily both, really. Um, I use my, obviously, I use my iPad. I use my Procreate app to make notes for, like, certain clients. That's mainly all, like, the design stuff, just because I've got, like, the digital design and I can just draw a line off and write a little note next to it, and it helps me annotate my designs. Um, but when it comes to managing my clients, um, doing, like, social media stuff, even my own personal stuff, I'm 100% like a notebook person. I've got about 100. I go through them all really, really slowly and make sure I fill them like from front to back before I start on the next one. And I'm not sure why. I think I just love doing it. But then I've got a little process. So like I mentioned, like Notion.so, what I'll do is on a client call, I'll sit there with my notebook. And then as soon as I come off that client call, I will um, type up my notes like, quickly because sometimes I can't make sense of my own notebook um so I'll type up the notes before they all go out of my head and then with like Notion SO it's similar to like Google Drive you can share the link or add them and they can only see that specific section and they can only like edit or view whatever you set them to um but I thought I literally did that for one of my client calls on the weekend and it worked so well like she has full access now and she can add notes on And even though I know that that is very similar to Google Drive, I think just having the layout how it is in Notion, it helps me massively. So even though it kind of does a similar thing. So I'm like heavily with both, really. Yeah. Um, Like planners and things like that. I know all three of us use planners. And in fact, two out of three of us use the Girl Gotta Change planners. Um, So I absolutely love how they, to be fair, it's revolutionized the way that I've done it but um, I think now is probably a good time we could drop a little sneaky thing of what's coming up um, and, and we've decided that we can't really find planners for social media marketing so um, the three of us have actually decided to design our own um, Danny do you want to sort of break into the listeners sort of what we're gonna what we're gonna be doing and what we sort of gonna be developing over the next couple of weeks yeah definitely so it's so exciting um, I know we're all having a look and if you're a social media manager, you probably know there's like no planner, no sort of stationery that is like getting all those aspects that you need. And if you're like any of us, you'll love sort of having that physical stationery, having, you know, like something nice to look at, something nice to write in. Um, but yeah, so I think our first product is going to be sort of a client handbook, just sort of a massive resource to put all your client information. Um, even I don't have a massive document where I've got everything in sort of I've got some things in Canva some things on Google Drive some things is on like starred emails and it's all just a mismatch and I feel like it could save me a lot of time having it all in a sort of just one little handbook um I know Chris and Daniela thought the same when we were coming up with the idea um Daniela did you have anything else to add um I'm just like looking I'm looking forward to like 
being able to sort of just put all those details like you said in one place because like I don't know I've just I've, all my clients are completely different and I seem to use like a different process for each one and it would be nice to just keep them all in one book and the good thing about that is like I take a notebook everywhere with me I don't always take my MacBook but I always take a notebook so if someone was to like WhatsApp me and be like oh can you add this on like or here's my information for this like I'd I'd be so happy to just have that book go to their page and then just pop it in yeah and, and exactly the same for me I mean I keep details absolutely everywhere so like a lot of my clients personal details stay in like our invoicing software so you know phone numbers addresses uh, email addresses a couple of our clients have got separate email addresses that we send invoices to compared to the ones we use to make contact um, so, you know, usually I've got to go hunting for those email addresses. It's, it's going to be nice to have everything sort of in one place, in one book where we can fully manage clients. Uh, and it's going to be, you know, I'm, I'm really looking forward to being part of like that design process. Um, so sort of, yeah, that's that's a bit of a, an insight into what we've been up to. Uh, and I'm, I'm very, very excited about it. Um, and to be fair, you know, I'm, I'm, we're really open to to our listeners as well to see if you know if there's anything you'd like to see in in sort of a notebook or a planner um so if there is by any means you know give us a message um through the social coffee break podcast um instagram account um you know it is manned at the moment um so yeah by, by all means you know pop us a message if there is something you'd love to see in, in a social media notebook uh or a social media planner then, then please let us know um so i just want to move on now then from sort of time management into productivity and the things we use to like really boost our productivity and, and sort of the stuff that we utilize. Um, I don't want to go too heavily in depth because I know we have spoken about apps that we use and websites that we use before. Um, so, you know, we won't go into like great detail about each one of these, but there's definitely stuff that I've added um, to sort of my productivity since the last time we spoke about this. And I guess you guys are the same. Um, so, uh, the biggest one for me is, is how much of a bigger part Trello has become of my, my daily plan really, and my daily productivity and how it boosts what I'm doing uh, and how it helps me to sort of manage who I'm working with, what I'm talking about, every, you know, everything sort of comes in, in with Trello and I found this like really improved, um, what I do. Uh, on top of this, I also want to talk about the devices that we use because we've never actually covered this uh, in any of our podcasts so so what what we actually are physically using um so i'm using a uh, 2021 macbook pro absolutely love my macbook pro like no tomorrow and i've always been an apple geek um so mine's ridiculously upgraded because because it's me because i'm a nerd um on top of that i use uh, an ipad as well i love an ipad and apple pencil it's part of my daily productivity i'd I'd be lost without my iPad really um, at this point uh, and just being a, an Apple nerd obviously I've got the iPhone and AirPods to go with it but they're not really to be fair I don't really utilize my phone much for business as such um, more so I guess use as a hotspot for everything else than uh, than actually as, as a productivity device and um, Daniela what are you using what are the devices that you use so um, I use my iPad Pro I've got my MacBook Pro um my iPhone, I do actually use that for productivity because I'm going to say Notion again, but you can get an app on your iPhone. So like, you know, if like you were out and you needed to like add a note, for example, on your iPhone, well, like Notion is basically like as easy as that. So like if I'm out or even if I've got like um, a picture saved from Canva on my phone, I can add that in as well. So 
I kind of use that. I, I do use my Apple Watch sometimes, but not as much as I should, really. Um, I generally use, like, <clears throat> I use that when I was in an office, just so I could see my messages. Um, but the biggest thing I use my iPhone for, essentially, is WhatsApp. And that, for me, has made everything so much easier when dealing with my clients as well. Awesome. And same for you, Danny. What are, what are you using? What are your devices that you use? Like I said, I, I don't really use my phone, but Daniela does use her phone. I'm going to assume that you, you do an awful lot as well. Yeah, um, I feel like this is going to sound like we're like sponsored by Apple, but we're not. <laughs> we literally all use Apple. But um, yeah, so I'm the same as Chris, have a 2021 MacBook Pro. Um, I literally do everything on this. I use it like every hour of every day. Um, I do have an iPad, but I don't use it as much, um, obviously with the Apple Pencil. I did try out like Procreate to try and create some designs, but it just didn't work because I use Canva. Um, I also have my iPhone as well, um, which I do, obviously I do a lot of Instagram work, so I do quite a lot of my client engagement on that. Um, and I obviously have my AirPods with that as well, so if I'm listening to music or like when we're doing the podcast or in my meetings, um, they're just really useful to have because obviously everything's Apple, it just connects straight away. Um, and one thing I will say I use a lot more than both of you is my Apple Watch. Um, so I have a scheduling software, Calendly, if you don't know what it is. And basically, when anyone books a meeting with me, it will sync it to my Apple Calendar. So when I look at my watch, um, I've set my watch face to just say what meeting I've got next. And I find that so handy if I'm like out of the shops or even the night before, it will tell me what my next meeting is. So I can just think about it, like, what am I going to say? What's going to be like? Um and it's just so handy to not have to keep checking a calendar. I can literally just look and know when my next meeting is. Um, so, yeah, I would say that I use that quite a lot as well. Love it. And when we're on the terms of that Calendly, again, that's something that I utilise. I know Danielle is getting involved with Calendly at the moment. Um, but I've got a widget on my iPad, exactly the same as you sort of do with your watch. I've got it set up as a widget on my iPad and it shows me what my next appointment is. So I, I find that massively helpful. Uh, and obviously the fact that Calendly syncs across Google calendars and, and any other calendars really is, is a massive help. You know, I know I can block things out in my Google calendar and not have to worry about it. Double booking with Calendly. So it's a massive helpful tool. Um, moving on from that, um, productivity apps, um, sort of maybe that we didn't cover last time that the, that you guys have started using again now, or are you using now more than you was last time we spoke? Um, Daniela, um, anything particular now at the moment that you've sort of come across potentially like a scheduling software or something that's up in your productivity that wasn't in play last time we spoke? So um, obviously I've gained quite a few Pinterest clients at the moment. So I did have a dabble in Tailwind, which is actually very, very good if you've only got like one or two Pinterest accounts to manage. Um, it it's so quick like the productivity on it is brilliant and plus it's got like little communities that help with like your engagement and stuff on Pinterest um but I've had to switch to Sprout Social Sprout Social now because I've got too many clients which means I can't use Tailwind anymore so it has taken a little bit of getting used to but I've integrated all my clients over this week and it's going okay like I I love how quickly you can schedule stuff I love all like the tools that come with Sprout Social like it will obviously it'll tell you like the best times to post and stuff like that it'll like automate that and um, I'm sure there's a lot I've got to learn about Sprout Social because I've only had it for about a week but so far it's been very very good. 
Awesome. And when we're all that topic, and I know we, we, we had an in-depth conversation about how oh, we all hate every scheduling tool that's out there. Um, I've come across a new one called Hey Orca. Uh, and um, I had a, a meeting with them today to discuss um, a plan that could potentially be suitable for me. And I've got to be honest, I'm quite look, like in the look of it. Um, so I will revisit that one in maybe two or three weeks time when I've had a chance to have a good play with it and see, see you know, what its pros and cons are. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm the one that's always complaining about scheduling software not being good enough. So hopefully I potentially have found something that's going to be worthwhile. Um, Danny, have, have you sort of, um, are you using anything new or, um, you know, anything you really want to shout about in terms of productivity since the last time we spoke about apps and, and websites and stuff? Nothing in particular for like overall, but I use a app on my phone called Analyzer Plus. Um, and basically it will just show you loads of insights about your Instagram that isn't on the Instagram analytics. I think it's something like £3 a month or like £15 for the year, something like silly like that. So it's totally worth getting if you are kind of providing Instagram services to clients. Um, but it will show you, especially what I like doing is, whereas before I used to go through all my followers and try and find the ghost ones, try and recognise the inactive ones. It shows you what accounts are following you and they've not given you any likes or they've not given you any comments. Um, so it just gives you that as a list. So it's so easy to just look at their name and then delete them. Um, and that's just saved me so much time from having to scroll and manually try and guess who's inactive, who's not. Um, and it does hashtags and things like that as well. But that's the main thing that I use it for. Um, yeah, it's just such a great tool to have if you are sort of doing that Instagram um, optimization for clients. Awesome. Um, I've got two new sort of well apps and uh, one one app and a website that I I sort of want to shout about that I've started using since sort of the last time we talked about it. Um, so we were just on about iPads and stuff and Apple Pencil and um an app that I have found that is absolutely amazing is Nebo N E B O, uh, and effectively it's a it's a note taking app. It's a PDF editor. It's a highlighter. Um. But it can take down written notes. If you've got an iPad with an Apple Pencil, you can write out all your notes and at a touch of a button, it can convert all those notes into type text. And initially I thought, oh, this is going to be a con. You know, you're going to write stuff out. It's not going to be able to understand my writing. You know, my notes are going to be all messed up. I have been massively surprised <laughs> by what this app can do and how clever it is at sort of converting my notes into type text and they are it keeps the format so if i do bullet points and stuff it can hold those bullet points when it turns it into type text um it can even do mathematical equations so if i can't work something out i can quickly jot it down double tap the screen and it'll give me the answer for that calculation as well which has worked out massively handy for me so if i've been on like a client call um like a discovery call or potentially an onboarding call and a client's asked me you know i want this i want x x extra amount of work done um you know how much is that going to cost and you know instead of me going hunting through a drawer for a calculator I've just been able to go scribble quickly down, you know, X amount of hours times hourly rate equals double tap the screen, and it's given me given me a numerical figure. Um, so that is, you know, it's really helped my productivity. Having a lot of notes in the same place is also like really helpful for me. I can set up multiple notepads. I think it was the um there's a free version of the app. Um, I paid the seven ninety nine for the the pro version, and it's it's literally a daily use for me. I I'd be lost without it. I really really would. Um, 
The second one I want to talk about is a website, uh, and this is going to be specific to people that do SEO and website building, and that is SEObility. Uh, absolutely amazing website when it comes to SEO trawling. Um, so when we want to analyze pages for SEO, we want to see where our clients are going wrong uh, with web SEO. Um, we can utilize that website. It can do full breakdown reports, so we can send them to clients, um, and we can even do retrawling of pages so when we take over a client's account we can do a trawl um it'll collect all the data from the website all this metadata all this seo keywords we'll get that in a report and then once we've worked on the client's um, website you know we've improved their seo we can retrawl the website again and it'll even give us a report that compares what it was before to what it is now so we could go to the client to physically show them an improvement in their seo because um for me, I've always found it difficult to show clients exactly what improvements I've made when it's come to SEO because it's such a backdoor thing. Um, you know, it's, it's very difficult to physically prove to a client what you've done for SEO. So this tool for me is has given me a physical report now that I can hand to clients. Uh, and not only that, it works for me as well. Because um, when I'm trawling clients' websites, I can see exactly why SEO has been completed, what hasn't been completed, and how I can improve that. It even gives me notes on how to improve a, a website's SEO. And for me, you know, it's been a second to then the tool, especially at the moment, doing lots of web design and lots of SEO. It's been amazing to me. Um, so I'll finish off. I'll come to you, Danny. Any apps or websites that you really want to shout about? really important to you you know in your daily thing i know we just mentioned your analyzer app anything that's like massively important to your daily use you know what what do you use the most every day again for me it's probably literally google drive um everything's in there i'm yet to find a scheduling platform that i like um i'm going to try and check out hey walker um the only other one i'd say is trello um haven't tried out too much yet but i've recently um like hired some freelancers to help me with my client work and my own work so I'm sort of doing all the workflows through that and all the approvals and sort of the management of those people doing their work um, and I'm finding it good so far because you can sort of assign certain tasks to people but yeah I use Trello anyway for my clients but I'm sort of starting to use it with other people now and collaborate on actual client work with other freelancers so it's going well so far but I'll give it like a couple of weeks and update you again. But yeah, Trello is definitely one that I use a lot as well. Yeah, I love Trello. Massive advocate for Trello. Um, finish off, Daniela. Anything that's not Procreate that you really want to shout about that you use daily? Um, I did. I had a little list like building in my head. Then you've made me forget it. Well, forget it. So like, um, number one was going to be Procreate. Um, oh, that was it. So. The one thing I really couldn't live without right now is Pinterest. And even though it's not a program, it is a website. I do absolutely everything on there. And that's not even to do with like my client work. Like if I need like, I don't know, resources or if I need like design inspiration, I use Pinterest for absolutely everything. Even like color pa palette, like inspiration as well. And then... Um, what else? Like obviously Notion. I've mentioned it about a hundred times. Um, but I do I use like a mock-up website as well that's called um mock-up generator. I pay for that, but it just when I'm doing like presentations for clients and stuff, like to show off their designs, it can do stuff like, you know, put your designs onto like packaging and stuff. And I've just found that really good. Although you can now do that in Canva as well. So 
I, I could probably not pay for mock-up generator again because of Canva, but I'm just going to keep it keep it for now. So awesome! And look, this is again another reason why we love this podcast is the three of us use such different programs and apps and websites to to go about our daily flow. So I do really think that we give value to our listeners. Um, I think we're wrapping up there for this week. Uh, to be fair, it's been a bit nicer this week, a bit more relaxed and and you know as opposed to the previous couple of weeks where we've talked uh, about really intense topics um so yeah we'll wrap that up uh, we'll be back again next week uh, like i said earlier um if you have any sort of suggestions for us in terms of what you'd love to see in a planner or a notebook um specifically for social media marketing please let us know on the instagram send us a dm by all we'll pick that up and, uh, and definitely we'd consider everything that everybody sends us um so yeah apart from that that'll, that'll be it from us cheers and we'll catch you again next week Bye. Bye.